Welcome to episode number 46 of the Grab Blogger podcast, where we're helping academics change the world through online business. We're helping you, the listener, create an online business around your research experience, around your expertise, to make meaningful change in your life so that you can make a meaningful change in the world with the experience that you have through your academic career. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Cloney. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the power of the weekly 5% focus habit. So in this episode, we're talking about becoming more effective in your business and in your life, and not by doing big sweeping changes and you know a massive overhaul of everything that you're doing, but from small, continuous improvement. This really kind of falls on the heels of a, a Japanese productivity philosophy called Kaizen, which uh, stands for or is implemented as continuous improvement. So making these little small changes in your life or in your business or in your productivity routines that accumulate and build up over time. And we'll we'll talk about what this means and what this looks like in this episode. So in this episode specifically, we're going to talk about why focus on small individual habits and continuous improvement. We're going to talk about what is a weekly 5% focus habit. We're going to talk about four steps to implement the weekly focus habit into your life. And I'll give some examples of, of habits that have worked for me that I've built up over time from building in these small continuous improvements. We'll even talk about you know where this may go wrong, and and in terms of I can give an example right up front. You know, there's some habits that I had during grad school that don't work now. There's some habits I had when when I didn't have a child that you know don't work now. I used to have a really nice morning routine, which we'll talk a bit about in this episode. Um, that doesn't work anymore when you don't know whether your child's getting up at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., or 5 a.m. It becomes a lot harder to plan in. Um, a nice, uh, real productive morning. So your habits are going to change over time. But with this strategy, you'll be able to implement things continuously into your life and see continuous improvement. One of the steps that we'll talk about to create your 5% habit is to create what I call a habit backlog. So this is really a, just a list of things you could potentially put into your life. This is not the amazing version of you, although maybe parts of it are, but there are things you could put in, you know, carry a water bottle or all these small habits. And we'll talk about examples of them. But I did put together a cheat sheet with 40 examples of, of things that I've tried and implemented in my life and that have worked for me. Um, we put those into a cheat sheet that you can get from the show notes at grabblogger.com slash 46. And as always, we have a copy of the transcripts, a nice PDF document you can get there if you want to get the, uh, you know, read through the the backlog from this episode. A lot of people download those, put them on their computer and save them for a time when they actually have a chance to be able to go back and read through that material. So I encourage you to do that if that's the way you like to consume this uh, content. So I want to start by kind of painting a picture, telling a, a little bit of a story. So just picture, and maybe this is describing you, hopefully it's not wholly describing you, but maybe it's some aspects that you you do want to change in your life, you'll see in this kind of picture. But just imagine, you know, you wake up, you're really groggy because you're up too late the night before, you slam back a coffee, you skip breakfast, you head off to work, then you work all day and you're really stressed out and you know, you're, you're sitting all hunched over and your back's all sore. Um, you get home, you're just totally exhausted, but you, you know, you force yourself to, to do some work on your blog, whatever that is. So you kind of scrape by for a few hours. You check social media every 8.32 minutes, just because it's kind of an ingrained habit. And you don't really feel like you got much done at the end of the day. And then you got to go to bed and you wake up the next day and you, you got to do the same thing. So as I mentioned, hopefully this doesn't really describe you, but it's just a picture of something that could happen if you you know, have all these kind of bad habits that are built into your your productivity schedule, your routines or that. I want to paint a different picture. You know, imagine you get to bed early, you wake up feeling refreshed. Maybe you do a small workout and grab a breakfast. Um, you spend 30 minutes on the bus just creating outlines for posts you might write. You stop at a coffee shop before hitting up work. Spend 30 minutes writing blog posts on the ideas you've already generated. 
you go to work, you have a great day there. Maybe you use a stand-up desk or, you know, do some stretching or some breathing or something during the day and you come home and your body's not sore. And in the evening, instead of writing content, because you've already structured that into your day, you spend some time with family and friends. You know, you enjoy yourself, you go to bed early and you get up and do it all over again the next day. So I have some questions from this. You know, how much more effective do you think the second pitcher is than the first pitcher? Or the second person is going to be than the first person? How much faster will they grow their blog? How much more will they enjoy their life? And this, again, is not a, you know, to slam anybody who's closer to the first pitcher. I've been there certainly at different times in my life. But the point is, actually, I have two points on this. One is, it's very hard to go from the first pitcher to the second pitcher in one hop. And if you do try, then your, your chances of failure are pretty high. It's really about building in small steps along the way. And that's what we're going to be talking about this podcast episode. Maybe it's if you're taking the bus instead of, you know, just people watching or surfing social media, maybe use that as productivity time to write a, a couple of outlines or posts you want to write. And that's like the only thing that you do. And then, you know, the next week you get to bed 15 minutes earlier. And then maybe the, the next week you put your running shoes by your bed. And the next week after that, you take some time to stretch for 10 minutes a day in the afternoon. And you kind of build these things up over time so that you are that more effective person for making these small continuous improvements. So why should you focus on small habits then? Well, one, it's, you know, it's, it's much easier to do for an extended period. If you ever try to make a new year's resolution where you're going to go to the gym and, you know, change your entire life and, and drop 15 pounds and, and all that sort of stuff, it, it's really hard to do after, you know, after a week or two, you're likely to give up. But on the flip side, if you focus on the smallest possible incremental habit change, after doing this after a week or two, it, it becomes pretty ingrained. Maybe it's uh, drinking a glass of water first thing when you wake up. If you do that for two weeks, chances are the next time you wake up and you forget to put your water bottle by your bed, you're going to be like, oh, shoot, I really wish I had a, a glass of water to drink. It's a lot easier to ingrain these really small habits more quickly into your uh, processes and your routines. And generally, you don't really get better by implementing massive changes. There are some cases, and sometimes it's necessary to implement a really massive change. I can think of some examples, but maybe they're not really worth talking about in this podcast, but you know, sometimes that's the way forward, but for most people and even, you know, well, maybe not for most people, but a, a better way to do this is by incrementing small changes over time. It's more effective to do this in, in small increments. So what is the 5% focus habit, uh, the weekly 5% focus habit? Why, you know, why this name? And it really comes from thinking about what is the smallest incremental change you can make to improve yourself this week. If you were to get 5% better just overall in your life every week for an entire year, you'd be 5% better the first week, then you'd be 5% better than you were at the end of the first week, at the end of the second week, then you'd be 5% better again, and it compounds itself. So you don't figure out how much better you're going to be at the end of the year. It's 1.05 to the power of 52. That comes up to 12.6. So if every week you become 5% better version of yourself, at the end of the year, you'll be 12 times better. So whatever that is, 1200% better version of yourself. And it's incremental and it's, it depends on how better you get. If you get 10% better every week, you're 142 times better version of yourself at the end of the year. So it's really about nailing in and delving into these really small habits, changes that can, can have a big impact um, over time and incrementally. And if you failed that habit before, it's probably because you haven't broke it down far enough and I'll give this example maybe a little later in the episode too, but say if you wanted to run four times a week or something and you, you keep not being able to do that habit, maybe you should look at a habit that's, okay, I'm going to put on my shoes every morning, my running shoes. 
Um, and I'll allow myself not to run if I don't feel like it, but the habit is to actually put on the shoes. So then every morning, you know, for a whole week, you put on the shoes and you're like, ah, oh, I'm not going to run. But if you keep putting on those shoes, I guarantee eventually you're going to go for a run. So how do you actually go about implementing this process then? If, if you've listened to this podcast, you know, I'm pretty big on procedures and, and, you know, actually giving tactics and tips on how to put this stuff into your life. So I came up with a four-step process to implementing the weekly 5% focus habit. Step number one is to make a habit backlog. So I actually do this in Google in uh, Google Sheet. Um, it's a brainstorm. All the things that you can think of to improve your life just a little bit. And you can even put big things in here, but realize that you're going to probably want to break those down into their smaller increments down the road. But just, you know, anything. Just brain dump anything. Nothing's the wrong answer. Put everything you can think of in there. And add to this sheet. As you're reading, as you're learning, as you're coming through life, Maybe it's you forgot to put out the garbage and the garbage truck came by that day. Okay, well, maybe I can set up a weekly reminder in my email to email me on Thursday morning so I won't miss the garbage truck again when I send out the garbage. I've actually done this. I boomerang for Gmail. One of my automatic emails comes out every Thursday and says, put the garbage out or put the recycling out, whichever week it is, because I've missed the garbage truck. So you can add your things to this list as you're living and come up with this big backlog of different habits. You're not sure where to start for this. I created a cheat sheet again for this episode where you get 40 examples of things that uh, I've worked towards implementing in my life, 40 habits that you can add to your backlog to start with. And that will give you something to you know start your habit backlog off with. So again, you can get that download at grabblogger.com slash 46 for this episode. So step number two is to create a focus habit work area. So this is a f- specific area where you're going to focus on your focus habits. Sounds kind of funny, but it's an area for you to to actually document where you're going or what habit you're working on, what habits you've done before. And it needs to be its own, it doesn't have to actually be a physical area, but it has to be its own area in your mental space. For me, it actually is a physical area. It's a whiteboard in my office. I call it my habit whiteboard. And I stand in front of it for two to three minutes every morning and, you know, look at, okay, how's my habit going this week? Was I able to do it? And just, you know, spend that two or three minutes just thinking about that being 5% better at the end of the week. This could be digital. For me, it doesn't work if it's digital because I don't check into it. But it needs to be somewhere where you're going to you know, be mentally checking it. Maybe it's on that bus ride every morning you check in and look at it. Or maybe it's when you have your coffee or, I don't know, you have to find something that works for you is the key. But you have to have a focused habit work area. Step number three then is for each week to pick one of the habits from the backlog. So start each week with your two to three minute review in your habit area and just go, okay, what's the what's the habit I'd like to try for this week? And if I look at my list, uh, my habit is actually to get to the gym. I'm sorry, going back to the gym because it's been hard since my son's born to to stay in the, the level of shape that I want. So my habit then is actually to pack my gym bag in the evening um, and then it's ready for me. It's really hard if you have a gym bag packed and that's where your clothes are to skip that step. So in the morning I get up, I grab my gym bag, um, my clothes are there for the day. I put those on and, and that gives me a good start to getting to the gym that morning. So that's the habit I actually have in my habit board. But I'll look over there right now. So each week, pick a 5% habit. Um, and remember, the smaller, the better. That's really the whole point. And we'll talk about this in the next step. But if you're not, if your habit's not working for you, then it's probably because you picked too big of a thing. Go to the gym every day is a big habit. Maybe it's just about packing your gym bag every day, which is a smaller habit, which you can more manageably do and tackle in that week. Then step number four is to each week review your previous habit before getting started. So when I do this kind of two to three minute check in front of my habit board before I pick the 5% habit I'm focused on this week, I'll just review how I did last week. You know, 
how's the habit going? Is it still important to you? Is it ingrained yet? You know, if you're still struggling to hit this every day, then maybe you need to extend the old last week's habit again for another week until it gets um, ingrained to your, your routines and your, to your psyche. And if you didn't do it, yeah, maybe you need to think about, was this habit too big? Uh, maybe you need to subdivide it or maybe you need to pick something smaller. And I gave a couple examples of this. When you go for a run, if you want to go for a run, maybe it's about putting your running shoes on. If you want to go to the gym, maybe it's about packing your gym bag. If you want to drink water in the morning, maybe it's about filling up your water bottle at night and putting it by your bed stand. You know, what's the minimum incremental thing you can do to actually get closer to have, being successful on that habit and then celebrate at the end of the week that you did that? Even if you didn't run at all the whole week, but you put on your running shoes every week, at least that's getting you closer to your goal. Then maybe the next week it's put on your running shoes and go outside. If you <laughs> spend, you know, five or seven days putting on your running shoes, going outside, turning around, coming back and inside because you don't want to run, then maybe running's not for you. Maybe you need a treadmill or you need to stay inside or something. I don't know. But it's really about building in those habits incrementally, improving over time. Again, we're only looking for a 5% better you at the end of that week. You can picture what a 5% better you is. It's probably not that much different than you are today. But if you do that every week, then at the end of the year, you're going to be 12 times better. You're going to be 100 times better, depending on you know how much, uh, how much that improves over time. So those are the four steps to implementing the 5% Weekly focus habits. Step one, make a habit backlog. Step two, create a 5% focus habit work area. Each week, pick one of the habits from the backlog. And each week, also review how you did on the the previous week before you get started. So it gives you some tactics on how to implement this. I want to close out this episode by going through some examples of habits and habit areas or different groups of habits, I guess, that have worked for me. So keep in mind that habits and routines will change over time. Um, I'll talk about this and some of the specific ones specifically. And these are really collections. These are probably bigger things than you can implement in any given one week. These are not 5% habits. They're the collection of multiple 5% habits. And we'll talk a bit about that as well. The first example I have is around blog content creation and having routines specifically create your blog content. So when I got started back in 2017, writing blog content using three-minute paper reviews, which I've talked about in episode 11 of the podcast, I had a very specific routine. I implemented this kind of incrementally over time, but each paper I read, I'd put a summary of the intro, the three major bullet points, like the three main findings, and just any papers I thought of that the material linked to well um, on the back of that paper. And I just kept them in a stack in the side of my office and they just built up over time. Um, I might have, you know, 10, 20, 30 papers in there. Then each weekday, before I get started on my graduate work, I just take, and I can't even remember now how long I take, but it's probably in that previous podcast episode, but maybe half an hour, 45 minutes, grab one, the top paper off the stack and start writing a blog post about it based on those three main points and the introduction and the links to the other content. And that's what I did every day. I just write. And I was able to get a blog post every weekday out for the first uh, couple of months that I was running my, my, when I started my blog with that whole process. So it's an example of putting a blog content creation routine in your life. I do similar things now. Almost always I'm recording podcast episodes on Thursdays, both for the Grab Blogger podcast and the Dust Safety Science podcast. And the main goal is to record four episodes in a day. So this gives me a, a month's worth of weekly podcasts that I can get done in one day. And I also try to write the outlines not on Thursdays. I try to write those on Monday afternoons. Um, and to be honest, I've been a little bit of struggle in this. And today I'm only actually getting two podcast episodes done. That's because I didn't get a chance to write the outlines till today. 
But if I was doing my routine better um, and writing my outlines on Monday, then I probably would have been able to get four done today. So that's the first example. Second example is establishing a morning ritual. I did this back probably 2014, 2015, pretty heavily back when I read The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Um, and I had a very specific routine, especially when I was in uh, my corporate kind of uh, working job in, in a corporation there. Every morning I'd wake up, I'd throw a, and I very set routine. I'd throw my headphones in, I'd turn on a podcast, I'd spend the first eight minutes while my alarm did its first sleep cycle or first snooze cycle, whoever it is, listening to a podcast. And I'd drink a, a big two liter, not two liters, but a big thing of water that I had by my bed. Then I'd get up, I'd meditate for 10 minutes using Headspace. Um, I'd drink a smoothie and journal while I'm drinking my smoothie. Then I'd head off to the gym, come back home, grab breakfast, and then I'd go into my day. And like I did that every day for years. And it, you know, it really worked for me. It doesn't work so well anymore because my, again, my, my son's been born. He's uh, 17 or 18 months old now. And, um, you know, it's just random when he's going to be getting up. He actually sleeps quite good now, but, you know, there was time where we didn't know if it was three or four or five or six. It makes it very hard to put it in a morning routine into that. And I'm still searching for a morning routine today that works for me, but I'm trying to do it by building in what is these small incremental things. So I still do things like drinking water. You know, I still try to do things like journaling and meditation and still trying to find a, a routine that works and that's changing as my, my son gets older and his sleep habits change as well. Third example is an end of day routine. This one's been very good for me in my business and I've talked about it on the podcast before. I have a very specific standard operating procedure for the end of each day. I pull it up, um, there's 11 steps. Take a big breath, you have 10 minutes to tidy up your life. Step two, check your email. Step three, record one big achievement. Step four, review your to-do list. Make sure there's nothing that's critical on it. Five is to record any notes into my um, note management system. Step six is to file anything that's out. Just put the file, the any paperwork back into its filing cabinet. Step seven, take out any dishes that accumulate during the day. Step eight, remove anything extra from my desk. Step nine, replace pencil and pen. Step 10, wipe desk down. Step 11, close down all computer windows. And this puts me at a, you know, a really good spot to start the next day straight into what I'm doing and, and being productive. And if you actually think of these 11 steps, each one is probably their own, you know, 5% weekly habit that could be implemented to, to make your uh, work processes 5% better each week and stacking them together has gave me this, this routine that actually improves overall my productivity, improves how I feel at the end of the day, improves how I interact with my family and, and all that sort of stuff. So I'll give another example. In this one, it's actually about interaction with my, my family and now my growing family. This is a, a weekly family check-in. So it's a specific time each week where I just sit down with my wife and we take you know 10 to 30 minutes and just say, you know, how are things going? Are we feeling really stressed about anything in our life right now? Do we have any big things coming up? I actually have a family journal that we just keep notes and we switch back and forth. Um, I take notes one week, she takes notes another week. Just write down our collective thoughts about how things are going, where we you know, maybe want to make changes, what habits we might want to try to put into our life. Again, this has been more difficult since we've had Owen, and she's in her second year of medical residency, so she's working quite a bit. I'm growing my online business and doing grab blogger as well, so it has been harder. But as even my son gets older, I'm thinking this weekly check-in, this weekly family check-in, is probably even more important as we bring him in into that just you know it just gives you a time to check in with your family and say how are you feeling how are things going um, what can I do to to help make your life a little stressful or vice versa um, so this something has really worked well over the last number of years within my family and uh, just doing this weekly check-in 
So the last example to give is on personal review and reflection. So this is something that I was very specific about for a long time, and it's always really kind of changed and ebbed and flowed when I do it, but I do try to do this personal review, and I'll talk about maybe how it's changed over time. Back when I was in my, my job with the corporation, you know, I did this once a year planning, and I checked in whenever. Um, I went digital a few years ago, and I really hated it. I actually like lost my notes for a whole year because I'm not sure which files I stored them in. This was actually before I was on Google and, and that and had it all in one place. But all my physical notebooks, I love it because I can go back to 2015, 2016, 2017 and see how my goals in my life progressed over that time. It's really nice. So I went back to doing it in physical notebooks and keeping sort of my digital notes in my, my note management system. I've tried quarterly reviews, monthly reviews, weekly reviews. Where I'm at right now is each Monday morning, I take that morning and just do a personal review of uh, my life and my business. So is the business I'm building, ask questions like, is the business that I'm building going to allow me to do what I want to do in my life? Is it supporting my life? Is it aligned with the values I have? Are we on the right track? Are we going in the right place? And you know, what do we need to do this week to take that next step? And what kind of big info- innovations and little innovations can we implement to move the needle in the business to, to reach our goals as well? So I ask myself things like this. Just take some personal time with some whiteboards and write these out to have personal review and reflection about your life and your business. So that's it for this episode of the podcast. We've been talking about the power of the weekly 5% focus habit. So we talked about why, why focus on small individual habits and continuous improvement instead of you know these big, really overarching changes in your life. We talked about what is the, the 5% focus habit. We talked about four steps to actually implement it in your life. Make a habit backlog, create a 5% focus habit work area. Each week, pick one of the habits and, and do it. Um, and then each week, review the previous habit and see where things have been successful, where you're having challenges, and start to identify and, and pull those out. Then we close off with a number of examples of, of habit systems, if you will, groups of little habits that have worked uh, for me in, in my life and growing my business and that. So hopefully, you can pull a, a couple of those out and put into your own habit backlog. If you're looking to get your habit, habit backlog started, I did include a cheat sheet with this episode at grabblar.com slash 46. I just put together 40 examples that can get you started with a good habit backlog right away. Um, and as always, you can also grab the transcripts for this podcast episode. If you want to read through those at grabblar.com slash 46 as well. So I want to thank you for listening to the Grabblogger podcast as I do each week. I really appreciate you tuning in. I really appreciate uh, being able to help academics build online businesses, being able to help them change their lives and improve the, the change that they can put in the world. I'm really looking forward to continuing to help you do that with the Grab Blogger podcast moving forward. Thank you.